so we <coughs> last week we described the predicament that we have in terms of tshuva and we said that ironically if a person invests himself in trying to do something in elo for tshuva it can sometimes actually have the reverse effect if a person if a person would do nothing so you're going to Rosh Hashanah and you'd say look I am who I am accept me for where I am or don't accept me or judge me or do whatever you like but a person that makes a huge attempt to do in Elul with the realization that after Yom Kippur nothing's going to remain so his investment in the Shiva process actually completely destroys his potential to do Shiva because if a person um, if a person if a person wants to person wants to approach Yom Kippur Rosh Hashanah from an Elicha perspective so then means that he's he's taking for he's taking it seriously so what does a person do you pretend 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 so ultimately the more you do to support that pretends the worse off you are in the long run because the less sincere Chiva is bad him. so ironically perhaps it would be much better if a person doesn't feel the need to do Chiva in Rosh Hashanah but the fact that there's some type of gun pointed to his head that he has to do it we'd better to do nothing and you come to Rosh Hashanah and, maybe you, and you stand on Yom Hadin and you'd be genuinely concerned whereas this way you create enough of a false sense of I've done something that you're not concerned at all but it's all a mockery and really should be more than concerned because you can't really confront the din so that's the problem of Chiva um, the other problem of Chuba is the frustration that <coughs> we lack the appreciation to experience Harata. We don't necessarily look bat- back at what we've done wrong and think, oh gosh, that was terrible. We think that we should think it's terrible. We want to think it's terrible, but we don't. And you can't evoke that feeling from nowhere. What's more precious? The fact you, that you lost your wallet? What, what causes a greater level of Harata? What's more precious to you? Your wallet or the fact that you forgot to say burn the Fashis? You left your wallet, you come back, it's gone. You go, oh my gosh, how can I have done that? That creates a real sense of pain. You didn't say burn the fashas. You think, oh, I didn't say burn the fashas. So what? What's worth more? What's worth more? Your wallet or the burn the fashas? It's clear that the burn the fashas, schar mitzvah malaika, which means that you can never be mishair how much you lost. But for us, the wallet is precious and the burn the fashas, yeah, it's burn the fashas. So it means that we have no shaykhs to tshuva. So what we do, so we say, well, we pretend to have a shaykhus, but it doesn't work. So that's, that's the predicament, that we, that's our problem. That's where we land up. So what do we do? So now we have to do something, but we don't know what to do. However, we can't pretend that we have something that we don't have, because we don't have it. You can't experience charata. If you're not mischarit, you're not mischarit. There's, no, there's nothing to do about it. On the, ha- on, on the other hand, you can't do nothing because you feel this pressure that's scary, scary, scary. So what do you do? So that's where we're trapped. That's where, that, that's where we are. So how can we make productive use of our Elul? So I'll give you, I'll give you a tzir of how far away we are from reality in terms of din. We agree that the din is on Rosh Hashanah and the Gzar din is on Yom Kippur. It's Nechtam on Yom Kippur. We all agree to that. Yes? Pashtas. Why do we daven Bichla? What's the point of davening? Something you want something. Why should you daven? Either it was Nigzar and Rosh Hashanah, it wasn't. If it was Nigzar and Rosh Hashanah, you'll get it. 
If it wasn't Nixan Rosh Hashanah, you can't get it. So there's no tzad to daven. So we never think that way. Why don't we, why don't we think that way? Because we don't think that the din is on Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> we believe the din is on Rosh Hashanah. It sounds good. So then why daven? In other words, if I believe the, the din was in Rosh Hashanah, the question after Yom Kippur, when the desired din is nechtam, is I think to myself, Poseidon, now I can forget it. Let's, let's go through. I'm not going to daven. What's the point of davening? Well, what am I going to daven for? I mean, it's, it's, already, it's already been nixah. There's no point. It's nechtam. It's on Yom Kippur. It's until then. until Yom Kippur. After Yom Kippur. You only daven in Sarasim Echua? You daven also. So, so you think it's a funny, it's a funny question to ask. It's a Gemara's kasha. The Gemara Rosh Hashanah says we pass Kanak Tanavay Bishmar. Tanavay Bishmar hold. It's a big machlekes to know him. Five machle, five way machlekes to know him about what, when is the din. Rabbi Meir holds everything's on Rosh Hashanah and Nigma on Nechtam on Yom Kippur. Rabbi Yudah holds differently. Rabbi Nassim, Rabbi Yosi. Everyone holds something different. Tan Rabbi Shmuel holds Ba'arba Prakim Ha'olam Nidoim and Rosh Hashanah Kol Ba'olam even in front of Kivnei Maran. The Gemara says Va'idna Amai Matzlin and Neketziyumari Why do we daven that sick people should get better and that the Talmudai Chachamim who are weak shouldn't get sick? Who's that going according to? We just pass like Rabbi Shmuel. Meaning, if you hold there's a, there's a Gemara din on Yom Kippur, there's no point in davening. You can't daven. Well, speaking with the whole thing of free choice and everything, you believe that you can. Certain can change. How does it work with Bechira? That's a good question. It could be Bechira is what you do with what you've got. Person to person, that's what's right. Nigzar and the person yeah, is. Yeah, well, that's Nigzar. And now comes you where you've got, you can take two ways. So you take the other way. And therefore that will change a lot of circumstances. If a person is nixar to be sick on Rosh Hashanah, he's going to be sick. So why do you daven that you should get better? Forget about Bechir. Bechir is different. Person, person, is 100% no? It's not 100%. 100%. That's what, what, what's nixar and what's nechtam on Yom Kippur? If you don't do any tshuva later on in the year, you don't... One second, we're not talking about tshuva, we're talking about tefillah. Tshuva is a big shine if you can do tshuva or not. If you don't daven hard enough, that's Where did you get this from? Where did you get that from? The 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 din is nechtam. Once the din is nechtam, it's nechtam. Finished. You'll get what was nechtam. You'll get less. How will you get less? Maybe you're misled. Okay. So the zechia, the din, a din, a person's paskin. You go to court. It says, "I'm awarding you with this amount." You get the amount. There's no two ways about it. It's done. It's nechtam. But I have to do a shtadlus to get what was. Separate question. You have to you avada if you are it's nigzar on you. It's also bederachateva, meaning it's nigzar that you should get x amount of money. If you make no shtadlus to get that amount of money, you will get nothing. Agreed. But if you do all these shtadlus in the world, you won't get more. So why don't be mispalo? Just do it. How does the tefillah help? What does the tefillah do? Why? Why? What is it? Again, again, again. A person is sick. Rahman in Islam. Should he daven for a refuah? With davening doesn't help. It's been nixai. This person is going to be sick for 10 days. Finished. And my last thought. That's a gemar din. So then he's... You're shooting Kiddushin from the hip. You're saying like this. There's a Gemara in Yom Kippur, but the Gemara is totally on Twilla. Bring me a Raya. Who said? 
Nefesh Chaim says the Gemara Din in Yom Kippur is taller than Tefillah. Why? You have to make yourself a Glikibble. Make that you're reading anything. The Gemara asks the question, Roshon. If we pass in library Shmuel, why do we dive into a person sick? It doesn't help. Do you accept that? Okay. So the Gemara's Havamina is once the Gemara din is nigma, it's nigma. Now, why don't we think about that? Let me ask you. I'll give you another. I'm trying to point out to you. I'm, I'm not going into machlokes of how it works, how it works. The point is that we don't take the din of Rosh Hashanah seriously. I'll bring you another raya. I don't know if you people have this, but I feel this way. When people, when tragedies happen in the course of the year, or even good things happen in the course of the year, the way I respond to them is, that's amazing if it's a good thing, and oi, that's a tragedy. In the month of Elul, when something bad or good happens, because Rosh Hashanah is on your mind, you say, phew, it's amazing. That which happened to the person was taken nigza, last Rosh Hashanah. I don't know if you have that. But you only think that like within like Shloshim Yom Kodim Lechak. So what does it mean? It means that you don't take the din seriously. The din happens once a year, then it disappears. Rosh Hashanah is an ASEC from Elul to Yom Kippur. That's when, the, that's when it is. That's when it is. That's, that means that we push it on, we, our yachas is completely skewed. It means that we don't think that Rosh Hashanah is the Binyan Hashanah. And every single thing that happens thereafter, mm, taka, Rosh Hashanah, mm, taka. If you live that way, so then our Elul would be radically different. Because we'd think about every time throughout the course of the year, we'd be processing a Rosh Hashanah dick. Yom Kippur dick, as you choose. Yom Kippur dick. Yom Kippur dick. We'd be processing, processing everything. Din dick. How's that? Din dick. We'd be processing, ah, this happened. Taka. This, wow. This, ta- things should change. We don't live our life that way. We're living Rochok Minamitsis. According to that, yeah? we come into this world, we should, why should there be a Rosh Hashanah? Because Hashem knows what we're going to achieve in the life and in this that's going to happen to us. No. So that, why do we need a Rosh Hashanah every year? You want to ask Bechir and Yadir predestination freedom of choice? Stam? You want to make this into philosophy class? It's got nothing to do with it. That's a separate question. Unrelated. Unrelated. HaKosh Baruch knows the future, changes the size and the present. How is it possible? Great philosophical question. We'll have to deal with it. Rambam says there's no answer. Let's take the Rambam's Mahalach. Weiter. <laughs> now, Um, okay, good. Hakdama, part one. You see from this discussion that we're having that our shaykhs to din is a little bit distorted. Our shaykhs to Rosh is a little bit distorted. We don't take the whole thing seriously. Therefore, it's very likely that our entire build-up in Elul is also not going to be taken seriously. And that's why it's no great surprise that we treat Elul as we do. We've got some type of vague inkling that we have to do something because something's going to happen somehow, somewhere. And Baruch Hashem, it's going to be over by Yom Kippur, so let's pretend and finish. And in the process, we destroy the building blocks of our life. We don't move forward. We can't move forward. We move forward very little. I was recently talking to a person in the car and I wanted to... I suppose it's wrong for me to say I wanted to hit him. It actually wasn't he that I wanted to hit. It was a person that he was quoting. Um, I was trying to impress on him the idea that we have to reevaluate what we should be doing in Elul. And he was resistant to the fo- pa- fact. And he said, no, what do you mean? He says, even, he says, I heard from anonymous rabbi, who, that's the one I wanted to hit, I heard from anonymous rabbi that even if you make a Kabbalah on Yom Kippur and you don't keep it, it's still good. <laughs> because you, you did something. 
it's so pathetic. I mean, that's so pathetic. This is your eternity. This is your life and everything. Do you know what? You tucker. You did shtikla. Shkoyach. It's amazing. It's like, what is this? What is you pathetic? You're playing lip service. You no. Oh, it's amazing. It's like with these people. You come to Shabbos. You came to Shabbos. What a beautiful thing. It's amazing. You've got to hear this din. You do not grow through chesed. You only grow through din. That's the mitzvah. If a kodesh is to something, if anyone's to the reason why people live up to expectations is because demands are placed on them. If you want to destroy a person, give him everything he wants the second he wants it. And what will happen to him? He'll become a big, fat, glob couch potato. And what will come of all these koiches? Gornish. And what will come of all these is Gornish. If you want to build someone, you have to withhold things and say, I'll give it to you when you deserve it. And then the person does it, and then you grow it, and then you give it to them. And you say, but now if you want this, only when you... Din makes us grow. Without din, we remain in the same state. The level of the tefia, the level of expectation is a level to which we can... Now, when you live in a world which doesn't have din, so then you don't grow. So what are we doing? We're selling our lives down the drain. The expression. I don't know if you can sell your life down the drain. Whatever. You get the point. What do we do? So therefore, I respectfully suggest that we need to reevaluate and we need to reconsider and we need to have a mahalach which at least is sincere. And if the conclusion to the mahalach is, well, the truth is, I can't do tshuva, so then say, fine, I can't do tshuva. It's better than pretending you can. And then you can come in front of a Kosh Bokho and say, listen, Eivishta, I'm going to be honest with you this year. I'm not going to offend you and deeply like myself. And I'm going to say to you, I'm not playing the game anymore. I have no desire to do tshuva. Who's got the guts? I have no desire to do tshuva. I can't be bothered. I don't really take the whole thing seriously on a deep experiential level. And why should we play this game? And then you find an 8.30 minion. You find an 8.30 minion which finishes by 12. You don't have to look for the Nate minion or 6.30 minion which finishes at 2.30. Because, hooray, you can just be honest and invite him. Elamai, let's try and see something with Shiva which is relevant to us. So let's speak about Shiva which is relevant to us. So the truth is, I want to start with a Mahalach which is a Poshita Mahalach and it's a Mahalach which is, which is extremely well known and very often misunderstood but it's definitely a Mahalach which speaks directly to us. Rabbi Israel in Miftavov puts the point two possible ways of change. The first one he suggests that within that series of Mechuva, a person can be mishapech legamre leish acher. You have the potential to completely and totally transform. Now, ironically, that's what people kind of, that's the point they try to sell. Rabbi Shal mentions it as an aside, he says, but we won't worry about that, let's work on what's Nogaya. What's Nogaya? Working according to Madrega. What's your Madrega? The Madrega is the fee where you are in life. And that's when he introduces us into the notion of what's called the Kalois and the Chamurais. The Kalois and the Chamurais. What are the Kalois and the Chamurais? He says, let's take for example, any Avera, he starts off with a premise. The premise is that the strength, the power of a mitzvah is measured by the effort put into it. The severity of an Avera is dependent on the ease with which it was done. The easier it is to do an Avera, sorry, the easier it is to stop yourself from doing an Avera and you give in and do it, the more severe the Avera. The harder, the harder it is to resist the temptation and you fall prey, the less severe it is. The easier it is to do a mitzvah and you don't do it, the more severe. The harder it is to do a mitzvah and you don't do it, the less severe. 
He brings it from the Gemara in Menachos, which says, Kosha Oinshon Shel Tcheles Mi Oinshon Shalavon. Back in the day, some people even today, put Tcheles on their tzitzis. Tcheles is extremely expensive. What happens if a person doesn't put Tcheles on his tzitzis? He gets an Oinish. What happens if he doesn't have tzitzis Bechlau? He gets a much more severe Oinish. Why? Because tzitzis are not expensive and he could have bought them. Tcheles is extremely expensive, so it's hard to give out the cash to buy them. So therefore, the severity is lessened. We saw from the spills of Yosoid that Lefum Tzara Agra and reverse is true as well. Just like Lefum Tzara Agra in terms of Schar, in Oynesh it's the opposite. The fee, Hakalus, that you over the Avera, the more severe it is. The fee of the Chumra, the less severe it is. So he says, therefore, take every Avera, you can divide it up into a hierarchy of difficulty. Take the Avera, of pick your favorite Avera. Take the Avera of Bittel Torah. It's an Avera. It's Avera people like the Abish I think is very serious because he has Vitter on Avoid Azari, Gilarais, and Shvichos Domim, but somehow Bittel Torah he didn't want to forgo. Fine, Bittel Torah. So now Bittel Torah, there's different diagrams of the Avera. It's different diagrams of Avera. The, the hardest time to focus on learning is. It's at the end of the day. You are absolutely exhausted. And your mind is completely tired with a thousand things you have to do the next day. And someone that you don't like comes up to you and asks if you want to learn a Gomorrah tomorrow with them. So you've got all that stodium connected. You are completely for tumult. You're exhausted. It's a you're not, by the way, interested in the Gomorrah tomorrow. You don't have a native interest to know what it says and you don't like the person who's offering the opportunity to learn with him. So therefore, if then you say, do you know what, I'm just going to chill out, so then that's an Avera which is Kal. What's the most homotic Avera? The most homotic Avera is you've got your place, you've just got a brand new Oiz Vahadur Gemara. I mean, I don't mean to Ilna, Oiz Vahadur. The Gemara that you love the most, the, the, the printing is crisp and clear. You're sitting next to a Chavursa that you mamush learn with him, so geschmack, it's loyal Uman. You're in a sugya that you are so fascinated by. The entire environment is just roaring and you feel completely inspired by the around you. And then you say to your chavrusa, So, how was Shabbos? So that's called bitzel Torah of the highest degree. Because it was the easiest thing in the world to say, I understand those choices. And you would have enjoyed it and it wouldn't have been hard. But you say, Do you know what? Why not speak if you try and betail him? That's tough. That's, that's called Navera Chamura. It's Navera Chamura Admoid. So therefore, say with Yerubisrael, if you try to, I'm, I'm, these are my, my numbers, they're not his numbers. If you evaluate the severity of the Avera in relation to Chuva, Chuva, let's start off, is a person who wants to get himself out of trouble. Right now, he's in trouble. He's, he's, his Torah is not right. He's got all these Kilkulim in his Torah. Where does the Ika Kilkul lie? So you could say the truth is, 90% of the ki- of the kilku lies there, lies in the area where he pushed He wants to learn, and he enjoy learning, and all he has to do is learn. And by just learning there, that's where that's where the ikatvia on him is. That's why Kodesh Baruch wants him. That's that's the ikat that kilu. That's 90% of his problem. All the other areas where Mamash is a difficult sugya, he's for tumult, he's not happy. All those other things are not where his ikka, that's not the ikka tvi, the ikka is when he can do it. 
with ease and he doesn't that's where the ikachura lies and that's where a person can tuck a dirt the ikachura is in the areas where it's possible and even easy to make real progress and that is 90% of our problems. So when Rabbi Shah says you have to work on the colors, it wasn't that Rabbi Shah believed, but it's, um, you really should do all the hard stuff. But you're pathetic, so work on the colors. He said, no, think like a chochem. If you want to get out of 90% of the problem, change in the areas where you know you can in a second. And there's no problem with that. So now that's a real approach to tshuva. I think it's Tesva Yudala, the Tesva, I can't remember. Rabbi Shah says a further Chidush. He says, now what happens is, so now you have to go through all the various you're doing. And uh, we, we, if, we, if, we, if we know the Chiyuvim in terms of what we have to do, so we're all Nechshal in our Tesvav. Yeah. Tesvav, Tesvav. Tesvav. He says a further Chiddush. So what happens? So now you go through all the various you're doing. Shem Shemaim, Levatola, you are Histaklia, Isasurais, Machshav Isrois, Bitot Fila Vitoya, Vachula, 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 Sinas Chinam, Vachula, Vachula, Vachula. Whatever you want to say, pick your, pick your list of Averis. You go through your Averis and you find the colors. In other words, in every Averis there'll be a cow. Keep it off aim. So when your parents demand something of you and you just can't be bothered and you're exhausted and they're asking for something which is completely unreasonable, so that's a hard on you keep it off aim. But sometimes, you know, they, it's very easy and you do, and you could do it, but you just choose to do something else. That's an easy sign. So you say, okay, I'll be choyza b'tshuva that when that occurs, I will never do that again. And in this month of a bit of I'll never do that again. And you can say those words sincerely. Because it's within your hands to do it. You can say in that matter. So it could be that over the course of the year, in terms of not doing the Veira, it may only happen five or six times. But you've done an Aziva Sachet. The problem is, when you go through all the Veira that you need to do that on, it could be that you've got 600. Again, I know there's Anisha Loisase. I'm just talking about the accumulation of it all together. So, so it comes out that color plus color plus color plus color plus color comes out that the sum total of all the colors also becomes beyond my reach because I can't work on everything at once so therefore I have to start cutting off and the truth is it may be that at the end of the day I only le- I'm only left with 15 times that I'm saying and as a result of that that's the ikatri of a Kosh Baruch says in those areas I know that you can change if you don't change in those areas, that's the biggest patch and ponim ever. If you do change in those areas, that's the biggest chuva ever. Two people have a relationship. Husband and wife, chavusas, friends. And sometimes in the relationship, one person asks the other, husband asks the wife, the wife asks the husband, the friend asks the friend, he says, please will you help me out, yeah? will you do something for me? So now, if the friendship is solid, and the person who's been asked to do the favor says, I, you know, I'd love to help you, but right now I just, I just don't have the peace of mind and I need to do this, I need to do that. So you're understanding. 
if you have a relationship and you say to the person, look, could you help me do this? Um, so the person says, look, the truth is, I've got all the time in the world, I've got the energy, but quite frankly, I've got to jump in the lake. I can't be bothered. So that shows that the relationship is meaningless to you. It shows that you don't care. In other words, calls man, there's extenuating circumstances which are prompting you to do a various. You can say, hey, Bishta, I want you, you want me. I've got this time and I've got this rot and I've got this lachat. But the minute you take all those away and you say, truth is, hey, Bishta, I actually don't want you at all. So that's a problem. That's a problem. So now, the ikka is the chuva on the colors. That's the ikka chuva. That's a chuva which is realistic. But... This is going a little bit away from Israel. He doesn't take this angle, but perhaps this is more pertinent for our door. But doing tshuva on the kalos without working on the relationship also won't work. Because at the end of the day, even if, it's, if there's no relationship, if there's no yachas, so then something kal is also, listen, I'd rather not. I'm more, I'm more important. I'm ultimately more important. So even in there, we won't be able to do tshuva. So that's the next stage of our tshuva process. At the moment, let's stop there. To sum up, the frustration of our lives is that we don't take the din seriously. It's compounded by the fact that we think it's unattainable. And also that we don't really want to think about it because we feel that it's just something which you can never deal with. Comes on your Israel and he says, there's no room for Yosh Bechlal. It's perfectly within your reach. There's absolutely an easy way to do tshuva. And the only area that you mechiv to tshuva in is an area where you can do tshuva. So all of a sudden, your Israel takes this big bear called tshuva and he puts it into our world and he says, Bavakasha, you can take it away. However, and this will end off with a shayla, however, that's only going to work long term if we honestly have a yachas to HaKadosh If we don't have that yachas, so you're right. So what I'll do is, in Elul, I'll do tshuva on the colors and by... Hanukkah, I'll remember that I did tshuva on the colors in Elul, in Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. So we have to work on the yachas. If you work on the yachas, so then this will change our lives. Because Yom Kippur, with Aziva Sachet, is Matari person the Gamre. Without Aziva Sachet, so Yom Kippur hasn't got the power that it has with Aziva Sachet. It's totally on tshuva. Totally on tshuva. Yisrael says, tshuva is Aziva Sachet. Leaving the colors, even though you're still doing the Avera, is called Aziva Sachet. Because the ikkechet, the essence of the chet you've left, that which you do the chet other times, that's because of extenuating circumstances. The real chet is when everything else is removed. You've done azivas the chet, you've done tshuva gemurah, you can go into Yom Kippur and you can leave Yom Kippur with confidence. But we have to expound upon how can we deal with the relationship. Let's go.